Welcome back to the Fly Tire Mike podcast. This is your host, Michael Richardson. Today's topic is something that I feel is very important to get across to new anglers, and that is how to take photos of fish safely. Now, a lot of people out there, they just live for that picture. I'm one of them. I love taking pictures of scenery while on the stream. I love taking pictures of the beautiful wild trout that I catch and other species as well. Now, the biggest thing that you need to realize is wild fish and native fish are a very valuable resource. This means that if you mishandle them, you may help in depleting this resource. Very important thing to think about here. There's no stock truck that can come back and put in native brook trout. If you kill that fish, he's done. You just depleted some of the resource of that stream. You just lowered the biomass of that stream. So what I want to talk about in today's episode are just a few ways that I found to really help reduce the stress of the fish and make your photos look phenomenal okay now it took me a while to get to this point of taking these nice pictures and I don't use a bipod or anything like that to get a picture of myself and the fish personally I think people would rather see the fish than me but um the biggest thing that'll help you take better pictures of fish is getting yourself a nice net um I, I have one that has a uh, rubber lining on it, and it's very, very nice for the fish. I mean, you can scoop them up and just keep them in that net. You know, you can look at them for a few seconds. But one of the worst things you can do is not use a net. Okay, if, if, if that fish is cradled in that net and in the water, he's going to calm down very fast for you. If you don't use a net, and I've been guilty of forgetting my net a few times, you got to leave that fish in the water. Now, with that thing being in the water, he wants to swim. When he's in that net and it surrounds his body, it kind of calms him down. He doesn't want to try to take off on you or, you know, anything like that. He's just in that net and in his little happy place there. Now, the next thing, once you have this fish in the net always wet your hands you know reach down put your hand in the water get your hand wet i don't care how cold it is if you're going to hold that fish you put your hands in that water it'll provide like a layer of protection in between the oils of your skin and that fish's slime coat huge 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 if you touch that fish in any way wet your hands So we have our fish, we wet our hands. If you want to get a picture of that fish with the fly in its mouth, that's fine. I've done that quite a few times just to show people what's working. But when you leave the fly in the fish's mouth, you gotta understand that thing is in his mouth, it shouldn't be there, he doesn't like it. It it will make him more likely to try to wiggle 
and try to get out of your hands because it, it's uncomfortable for him. He does not like that fly in his mouth. So if you take that fly out while he's still in the water and you let him in the water, he's going to calm down. If you hook a fish, you bring it in, don't use your net, just put your hand in the water, grab that fish and try to take a picture, he's going to be all over the place. He was just in the water. He's just out of the water. You're holding him while you're getting your phone out or your camera, and he's going to wiggle and flop, and, and that's stressful for him. <clears throat> not a good thing for the fish and not a good thing for you to get a nice picture. So now that we have the fish in the net, we got the fly out, what you do, <clears throat> you reach into the net and you turn your hand just a little bit and get underneath that fish. <clears throat> you want your fingertips on his belly and have your phone in your other hand or your camera in your other hand ready to go. So when you lift that fish out of the water and you have your phone ready to go, you're right on him, you snag a picture or two, you dip him back in the net. Put him right back in there. He's out of the water for one to two seconds and back in that net and he'll be calm. And when you lift him out of the water, you want to tilt his body just a little bit. Okay? And what I found when you tilt your hand and you tilt his body almost like he's slanted, for whatever reason, it puts him into like a, I want to say they call it tonic resolution or tonic restitution or something. They do it with sharks. They uh, put their hand on their nose and then they can actually turn them upside down and that shark just sits there. For whatever reason, if you give that little bit of angle to the fish, they will calm down. When you hold them straight up, or if you hold them like a bass, they're going to flop all over the place. It's not natural to them. And their skin is still wet because you literally just picked them out of that net. When their skin's wet, they're happy. They feel like they're in the water. When your hand's wet and their skin's wet, it makes them feel like they're in the water even more. So they're not going to try to flop around. I mean, we all heard the expression fish out of water when they're out of water they try to get back in the water when they do that they flop everywhere so that's one of the biggest things that i found is get them in the net and keep them in the net have your phone ready gently put your hand behind them have have your phone in your other hand on camera mode now i'll even leave my phone on camera mode so that way, it's 100% ready. All I have to do is push the home button and it's ready. Okay, now you got your pitcher, the fish is in the net. You look at your pitcher real quick while he's in the water. If it's good, good, let him go. You don't need to hold that fish anymore. He doesn't need to be in that net, just let him go. If it's not good, I say give it one more shot. If you cannot get a good pitcher, you let that fish go anyway. The total amount of time from the time he's in that net to out of that net should be no more than like 15 seconds. You can get two pitchers in that time. And if you follow what I just said about keeping your hands wet, keeping him in the net, removing the fly, tilting the fish when you hold him, you'll probably land that first really nice pitcher right off the bat.
Okay, now if you want to go and get a picture of yourself with the fish and you don't have anybody with you, I suggest using a bipod or tripod. They're like $6 on eBay, you can buy one. And this is gonna make things nice. Now, you wanna have that bipod ready and on the bank, look at that thing, get get the background and focus that you want. Have your phone already in there. You catch a fish, get him in the net, keep him in the water, or her, keep the fish in the water. Walk back and look at your phone. You should already be on camera mode. You should already have the timer set for 10 seconds. You have it facing you so you can see that timer. You walk back. You you push the button. You hurry up and scoot back. Look at the timer. When it gets to about five seconds, lift that fish up. You cradle it. Nice, you know, easy, gently. Have them tilted back just a little bit phone goes off, put the fish back in the net, in the water, go over, look at your picture real fast, should be a good picture, let the fish go. Those two things are very crucial for these fish, any fish, I don't care if it's a stocky or a wild fish, but it's vitally important when we're fishing for these wild fish, which is something that I like to do and I like to educate people on, very, very important to handle these fish properly from in the net, out of the net, try to keep that under 15 seconds and that fish not out of the water for more than two to three seconds. If you do that, you will help these fish, you can get your beautiful picture, and you won't risk damaging the population of wild fish. Now, I live in Pennsylvania, so we have a lot of them here. And if you think about it, if everybody goes out and they you know land a fish they hold it out there and it's flopping around thrashing everywhere and they don't wet their hands and you know they throw it on the bank to get a picture and all of those you know bad things and they do that with 10 fish that's risking 10 fish out of a street that anybody you know can catch fish out of they might have just killed 10 fish and not even realized it a big issue that I see with some of the fish pictures that I see posted on social media. It's it's not a good thing. And when people get corrected or they're like trying to help people, you know, with these tactics like I am right now, guys look at it like they're elitist and they're purist and they don't they don't like people and everything else they're greedy because you you're telling them that they're your fish and you need to handle them better we're not trying to be jerks when we when we get on your case about handling the fish better that's the last thing we want to do because it's going to make people do things that are just outlandish because someone told them that they did something wrong there was a video that was posted in a Facebook group that I moderate where the guy caught a beautiful wild brown trout. I don't know how long he had it out of the water before he 
started recording, but he recorded himself facing the camera with the holding the fish almost like a bass or he had the spinner still in the fish's mouth and he just eerily looked at the camera and swung the fish back and forth for at least I want to say it was 25 seconds before he let that thing go dry hands dry fish what the heck is the point of that like it instantly it made me lose my cool as a moderator to see this why be a jerk just to be a jerk okay these fish are amazing animals they they were born in the stream they grew up in the stream why do that i it blew my mind to see someone just blatantly torturing this fish for no reason and it's not hard to do the steps that i described in the beginning of this podcast it's not not at all it's easier you'll get better pictures when you're calm with the fish when you take him into consideration you will get 10 times better pictures than holding it like a bass or you know squeezing it and everything else they don't like it they flop around and your pictures are going to look terrible if you're going to make it a point to get pictures of your fish do it in a way that you are not stressing out the fish and that you get a good picture. It, it seems very simple to me, but for some reason, when you try to help people, try to educate them on the importance of these things, they get offended. They get mouthy. They go out and to prove some kind of a point for whatever reason, they try to torture a fish. It's almost like when I'm yelling at my six-year-old son for messing with his sisters and two seconds after I tell him not to do that that's not a good thing to do he'll go over and start messing with them again we are not kids now there are kids that fish younger anglers you know 14 to 16 years old that may not know these things and that's why when you confront someone about their fish handling and things like that saying something like well that fish is dead that doesn't help you know saying hey that's a trout not a bass you're trying to influx that you are better than them and that you know more than them and and they take offense to that and it doesn't help anything So when you see that fish being handled improperly, and like I said, I lost my cool when that dude was swinging around that wild trout, I did lose my cool, and and I'll admit it, that was wrong of me to do that. But when you see a fish being mishandled or something like that for a pitcher, kindly, I will repeat that, kindly talk to the person or comment on their photo or video and let them know that there are better ways to do this that are easier on the fish, easier on you. You'll get a better picture. Don't rip it on, rip on them. Do not attack them because it will not solve anything. When I confronted the guy, I took his post down 
and I let him, you know, I just deleted it. I'm like, I'm just going to let this go. This is ridiculous. We don't have a rule on that page about proper fish handling, but the guy did this just to be an arrogant jerk. 100% the only reason why he would have done that. So I deleted his post, and he tried for an hour to repost the thing multiple times after it got rejected by multiple different moderators on the page. I ended up banning the guy because he didn't get the point. So, if you're out there and you want to take pictures of your fish, please use the steps that I discussed in the beginning of the podcast. And if you don't, just don't take this as me attacking you. I'm trying to help you get better in all aspects of fly fishing, including taking photos of the fish you just caught. If you're new, you just caught this fish, you're probably really excited take the time to get a nice picture with that fish follow the steps in the net wet your hands have your phone ready have it on camera have your finger on the photo button just about slowly lift the fish up with wet hands in the net angle them back a little take your picture put them back in the net another thing you need to think about is Sometimes they aren't as cool and calm as you want them to be. In that case, when you take your picture, have the fish directly over the net or have him directly over the water. Because if that fish flops or jumps around or anything of that sort and he falls, he might smash off of a rock It might land in the weeds or the leaves and get all dried out or any number of things. So not only are you to look at gently lifting the fish and things like that, you got to think about if this fish falls, where is he going to fall? Okay, is he going to fall back into the water and swim off and then I didn't get a picture? Or is he going to fall back into my net and be safely captured where he's not going to damage himself or hurt himself if you're not over that and then you drop this fish and it smashes off a rock and you know it, it could kill that fish maybe not directly but after you let him go if he's rolling around in leaves and mud and stuff and his slime coat gets all jacked up he could die of some sort of skin infection a week later and that, that's why I'm trying to promote these safe fish handling practices and safe photography of these fish because they are a viable resource in our waters. They reproduce themselves. They are beautiful. Why risk anything with that fish to get a picture with them i give them one one lift out take a picture put them back in and then i try maybe one other time do i lift them out of the net now you can while you're holding that fish and if you keep them calm you can get two or three photos in one shot you're just click 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 you know move angle the fish a little whatever you got to do 
but do not keep them out of that water for more than two seconds. That's my best advice. And if and if you find yourself being confronted of the way you handled a fish, as long as the person is being kind about it, take it as constructive criticism. Learn from what they're trying to tell you. If you are confronting someone about how they're handling a fish, do it in a kind and constructive way. Don't attack them because it won't help anything. So those are a few tips that I use to get pretty nice pictures. If anybody follows my pages, you can see it just really makes a difference when you keep that fish in your mind first and the picture in your mind second. Or if you're filming, same thing. Um, I, I fished with uh, the guys from Allegheny Native on the first day of trout. They, they were making a video. And I've never seen a trout out of the water for more than two seconds with those guys. Now, they do slow motion videos or things like that. Maybe if they were talking about the fish and holding it in front of the camera, maybe five. But at, at most, that's the most I've seen. They keep them in the net. If they didn't get the shot, they'll take it out try to get another quick pitcher back in the net hold the camera there already on already recording gently lift the fish out of the net or you know just lift the net from underneath release the fish it swims off they got the shot the fish was well taken care of they can catch that fish again so just a few points i wanted to come across on this friday podcast i hope you enjoy it And I hope you keep tuning in. I have a lot of big things coming up. I know I keep saying that, but in order to do this right with my blog and the online tying class and all of those things, it takes time. So right now I'm just filling in some content that I think is important to discuss. But soon we're going to have a very, very awesome opportunity to learn how to tie flies Uh, great resources for purchasing materials and just some really big news coming up so i hope you enjoyed this podcast enjoy your friday and if you fish this weekend please think about the techniques that i discussed in the beginning of the podcast and throughout to get your picture of that fish looking great so until i uh, until we talk again on the next podcast tight lines and keep them wet